welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dear Alice. Hi, Jess. Hey, welcome to 2021. I know, that's so surreal. It is I so like surreal. I should be flying through the sky in a, with laser beams coming out of your glasses or something. Oh, I like those 2021, ideas. 2021, it's the future. Mm, it does feel like that. I don't know how we're still alive. I don't know either. Uh, but thank heavens we made it through 2020 and here we are. We're we, so excited. Totally. We are excited. Um, I just got out of a marketing meeting this morning where they were sort of reporting on all of the different things that happened this year at Alice Lane. And one of the things we were celebrating was the podcast. And I just want to give a shout out to all the listeners and say thank you for listening. Um, they let me know some of the data, which is we've had 318,000 downloads for Dear Alice. And we are actually ranked at number four in the design category for podcasts. And there are, how many are there ranked in the design? There's like over, just in that category, there's like over 700. Isn't that incredible? I can't believe that. Guys, we're number four. And that's worldwide too. Wow. There you go. Global domination. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. Yeah. How flattering is that? That's so cool. So I just had to give a big shout out and say thank you to you guys for listening and um, for continuing to download what we're Mm -hmm. talking about. And hopefully we'll continue to um, surprise and delight and um, take on your topics and and debunk design. (laughs) And please keep sending all just different ideas and questions. We love questions and we're going to be kind of what is it called drilling down what was the unpack unpacking some stuff on a gal's question today so send stuff that you want to know because that's fun for us it's fun for you so totally and, and send that to dear alice at alicelanehome.com that's where you can send that thanks Cor. that's perfect yeah. speaking of listeners and questions today we have a question from yagi um maggie maggie Gone. Gone at Yahoo. And she says, um, hi, I've been listening to your podcast and following Alice Lane on Instagram for about a year. Love your style. I have an idea for the podcast. I've been married for almost 20 years. And 20 years ago, Waterford Crystal and Sterling Silver were popular gifts. Listen, Maggie, I've been married 24 years and you are absolutely right. (laughs) And those gifts have been collecting dust for the past 15 years, she says, especially when my kids were younger. Also, home design has become so much more casual. Now that my kids are older, I want to use some of these formal pieces. Can you share some ways to use crystal and silver? Thanks for your ideas and inspiration. Listen, Maggie, we are really big fans of Crystal (laughs) at Alice Lane. In fact, we developed our own line of Crystal lamps this past year. Um, We love a Crystal candlestick. We have some of those as well. Uh, Obelisk, uh, a Crystal orb. Um, We love Crystal anything. Crystal bowls. And again, we're developing new ones. But then we also, I know both Jess and I, we both collect old crystal yeah, as well to kind of just have around and it just sparkles everything. So you're coming, you're coming out of the dark ages of um, children and breaking things at a beautiful time yes. when grand millennials totally. are I even, abundant. <laughs> I even have a girlfriend um, who knows me very well and knows I don't smoke. However, she got me a huge crystal ashtray and it sits on my coffee table at home and I love it. It's vintage and it just like is from a time gone by. I kind of use it as a candy mm-hmm. dish, but it makes me giggle to think it's an ashtray. So you are in really good company, Maggie. We love crystal and we think it's definitely time to pull it out of the old cupboards and put it on your shelf. Um, one of the things I love about it is um, just kind of its reflectiveness and the um, 
sort of transparency of it. I always feel like styling feels very solid and dry with the things that most people are going to use. And so I will often say it needs sort of a wetness or a transparency or something magical about it. And crystal or glass will do that 100% of the time. So when something's starting to look a little bit, I don't know, stodgy and stale, yeah, just add something clear and glassy to it. And you'll be like, it's a unicorn now. It's so pretty. And it's funny because... A lot of crystal, we think of it as vintage. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, these crystal bowls, your waterford, things like that. But I don't, I don't think there should be a time where you'll you will ever be sick of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you have little children around, I get that you're not going to have it all laying, at, you know, where they can reach it. But it's not something that you'll not tire of. Mm-hmm. I really don't think so, and something that you can keep adding to your collection. So yeah, it gives the vintage quality, but it also makes some of the old drier things kind of be refreshed, Mm -hmm. which is so beautiful about Crystal. Yeah, so great. Um, Also, there's a whole movement going on right now. We talked about this a little bit earlier on a podcast about this grand millennial movement and how these dressier, more traditional styles are really back and hip. This is like the late 20s to, or mid 20s to kind of late 30s. And it's people that are kind of loving, they kind of call it grandma chic, which is people that love like a cheeky needlepoint um, pillow on their sofa or a slip covered um, skirted sofa. Mm. Um, I love chintz. Yes. Shiny fabrics, Mario Boada. Wallpapers. They're going to love like wicker and they're going to, you know, just any of those things that we remember our grandmother having. Yeah. Um, but just kind of collected in this like new chic style and then paired with like a modern painting. Definitely. You know, but still having, you know, some things to kind of contrast with it to make sure that people know that they're young, but they're collected and they're successful. Yeah. I and think I, that's the look. Right. And don't you think pewter and crystal definitely have a place 100%. in the grand and millennial movement? And, yeah. You want silver trays. And anyway, so you'll see if you're on Pinterest at all, you'll see styling with all those things that you're, you've collected for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So welcome. Yeah. It's time. Pull yep. it out. Get it off the shelf. Yours is meaningful because you got it for your wedding, mm-hmm. um, but we're we're buying that stuff whenever we can find it in um, vintage shops, in you know any type of shopping. Yep. We love it. If we're going out to style somebody's house, um, we have several surfaces generally we're trying to hit, which is like a mantle, built-ins, cocktail tables, side tables, nightstands. We definitely Shiny like to get a everything. little of that glossy nature on every surface. So. Um, it's hard to say that you can even overdo it. (laughs) You really can. Maggie was so nice. She sent us pictures of all of her pieces. We requested it because we were so curious what her collection looked like. And you guys, it's beautiful. I'm so glad you hung on to all that stuff Mm -hmm. because it's gorgeous. And you even had like a, a beautiful crystal, like, I don't know, that little cup when you poured a drink in it with a fresh lime wedge. And I'm like, she is embracing this new, this new space in life. And we're so excited for you. Most definitely. So yeah, but let's talk about just different places and ways that we would style with crystal. Yeah, perfect. Um, I know on my uh, mantle right now, I always have like, I actually collect crystal candlesticks and um, I don't know, I might even have too many now. <laughs> There's so many of Not them. A thing. More I know. is more. Less oh, is a bore. I know. It's so great. I say at a minimum get three because our numbers or our eyes love an odd number. So maybe three maybe on one side like and five. you could even, yeah. You, yeah, you could even hit like four or five on the other side. Mm-hmm. That really tall, simple type of a shape looks so good and it can even get taller if you'll put a taper candle in it. Mm-hmm. 
So that's a really um, fun tip. Um, Crystal, where else do we love it? I'm just going to say one thing about the mantle. I was, again, taking all my Christmas down and like restyling my mantle. I was just staring at a bunch of mantles over the weekend. And I noticed that a lot of mantles, like when you're on Pinterest and things, they don't have a lot on them. You know, like they're very, very clean. They might have something on the, you know, one side and they'll have like a beautiful painting or mirror with sconces and and all the bits. But the nice thing about the crystal candlestick is that it's not going to detract too much from what your main course is, right? That you're putting on your mantle. So again, that's why I'm like, the more you have you, it's there, but you don't really see it. It just sparkles and shines and it doesn't like take up a huge massing in your eye right. when you look at it. So yeah. that's why I think it's again, successful there. And again, why it's su- successful in the layering and all these other like spaces and surfaces that we're going to talk about mm-hmm. because it's clear. And it just, again, it adds that glossy wetness mm-hmm. that everything kind of needs. So it doesn't get too, too stale. So yeah. yeah, but that's just back to the mantle, but other spots that we use it, I think on every surface, truly, mm-hmm. whether it's a bowl or like a small orb or an object, we love it on, I think like an entry table. I think it's beautiful so to just have like a bowl there, whether it has like some candies or like that's an empty bowl that that's where you're going to put your keys when people drop in or just sitting as sculpture. Um, a lot of the times we are tempted to fill them with a beautiful candy, but they're beautiful in their own right just because of how they reflect. Yeah. So yeah, entry tables, I think are so beautiful. Mm-hmm. That center hall table. Yes. Meow. Yes. If like we probably you can have a 360 of crystal hot down. Yeah. That's gorgeous. We probably layer it. If center hall table, we're going to use probably two ginger jars, a good stack of coffee table books, collection of crystal candlesticks and a really nice bowl and a good candle. Mm-hmm. Like those ingredients. No fail. Yeah, true, truly. We <laughs> can five. we can mix them yeah. anyway and we'll always come out feeling yeah. really great about it. Um, so definitely getting crystal in the mix on the center hall table or if you only have a um, console in your entryway, being able to have a little um, of that magical mm-hmm. light in it. Um, this might actually be a really good place um, for Corey to talk kind of about the quality of crystal because yeah. depending on the level of... Um, is it like a K factor? Is that what it is in the crystal that yeah, makes well, it more brilliant and more reflective? Yeah. So K nine crystal. That's a it's a type. That's a type of crystal, mm-hmm. and it has like a high refractive index, meaning it like absorbs and bends light greater than you know something below it. Sounds like mm-hmm. Wonder Woman stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking it, of the future, it gets like way more scientific over my head than that. But that's how I was like when working with the factories that. We were like trying to find the factory to work with to develop the stuff that we developed this last year. Mm -hmm. That was something that that this factory brought up that really like caught our attention and we liked. Um, So that's why we. So like our crystal candle dish. Crystal candle. That is canine crystal, which is the highest quality of crystal that you can buy. And when the light hits that and refracts off of it, it makes those beautiful rainbows. And um, it's just the most brilliant, clear, crisp reflective thing. And same thing with all of our crystal lamps that Alice Lane makes. It's so beautiful. If you put that near a window in an entry or in a living room or family room or whatever, when the light comes in and bends around that crystal, forget about it. It's yeah. so gorgeous. Yeah. Like any, I, th- I think I read today that 90% of like all high end lighting that mm-hmm. is crystal is K9 because it's like low imperfection. Um, and like I said, the way it absorbs light, obviously being in a lighting fixture, uh, and how it like refracts that is, is, um, yeah, it's like the highest index you can get. I, I, 
Yeah. Is what I read today. So. Yeah. So good. Um, so we love, um, obviously the, the crystal candle dish we created, I think is amazing, which is we have it in two sizes. It's going to fit your normal one wick candle. You just kind of pop it down inside this dish. Um, and then we also have one that holds a larger four wick or a three wick candle and those sold out in like, um, embarrassingly like a week. So we have more of those coming in, which is great, but we also make crystal candlesticks as well as the crystal lamp collection and, um, some obelisks. Oh yeah, we yes. just got obelisks yeah. in. Yeah, also so those pretty on the center. Yeah, table. those should be hitting the. Yes, Gorgeous. totally. Yeah, do you guys know what an obelisk is? You do. Um, in Washington D.C., there's yes. that huge statue of Memorial. one. The yeah, Washington the Memorial. One. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what. That's the shape of an obelisk. So we have um, three different sizes of those, which would also be beautiful on a mantle or center hall table or entry console, console behind the sofa. Sometimes you have you need to address that, yeah. or even in a built-in. It's so fun because all these things are non-directional and we're always talking about non-directional. So really, and we're talking about non-directional on every single surface, like on console tables, something that's beautiful to float around, center hall tables, something that's beautiful to float around. So again, crystal, that's why it's so applicable everywhere because all these things look good from every angle. There's yeah. not a bad, there's not a bad angle. And here's what I'll say too, um, kind of a pro tip is if you're using something like an obelisk, which Susan's saying is, non-directional so it looks good from every single side like if you're sticking them on a center hall table or even on a console most people's tendency would be to stack them so that they're straight and their edges are parallel with the front of that table the pro tip would be to maybe slightly throw those off a little bit maybe two are straight and the third one yeah yeah, is just like thrown off on a on a diagonal that's maybe a little bit obtuse but you don't want it to feel too stiff your styling you want it to be more of an art Mm -hmm. and you can you can throw those those angles off a little bit and it feels like a beautiful brush stroke or something when you're I was just going to ask when you're using three together like ours are 13 15 and 17 and a half inches tall yeah tall Mm -hmm. how do you like Style Decide those together. which one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the eye loves to graduate height. So it doesn't ever want to walk into a blunt edge. I don't think you'd ever walk into the 17 inch, the tall one. You would walk into either, you'd probably walk into the small one or the medium one, the, but the small one's close by, right? And then the large one would be the furthest one back because your eye likes to, to step things up, which is also why, like in an entry, if there's a chest, Sometimes there's a small ottoman by it or a chair next to it because the eye graduates mm-hmm. from the chair up to the chest, right? And then you have the chest top and at the end of the chest, there's maybe a lamp on top of the chest. So we kind of graduate heights. You don't realize you're doing it, but intuitively that's what your brain likes. So you'll pay attention to that. But um, when you're throwing it off on the angle, again, your eye is going to tell you which one to do. I would say it's probably one of those middle ones. It's not going to maybe be the shortest one or the... Or it depends on where the the medium and the small one are within space. But yeah, I think it's probably someone in the middle. And so you're talking like from the vantage point of entering the room. Yeah. Okay. From any angle. And I think I think to that, what you're saying on anything too, you're not gonna like group them three tight together. You're probably gonna have like, mm-hmm. you know, the tallest and the smallest one kind of hanging out over here. And then that medium one's just kind of like off a little bit. They're not. And so when you're placing them, they're not equal distance from each other. When you're right. looking at their footprint, one is over here. That one's at an angle, you know, so it looks like they've just kind of relaxed. They're relaxed and they just kind of fell there from the universe and you're casual and you're gorgeous and effortless when everything is so strict 
it and feels perfect. mathematical. It feels, yeah. I'm like, nobody yeah. wants to be that person's friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's too, it's too perfect. And I think that was one of the things that when we kind of went through that Elda Corden art article, perfectionism, it's not in, I think everyone's realized that we want to be relaxed. We want a comfortable sofa. Mm-hmm. We want things to be off just a little bit so that we know it's livable. Right. And so that's the art of styling beautifully is using beautiful things, but having them feel again, like they've just like they've been used, mm-hmm. you know, and that you can use them and you should use them. I love that. So. Yeah, that's great. Um, we also would use crystal besides the mantle and the entry, a powder bath. Mm. Right. I think that's really pretty to get a little bit of that in the Throw some mints in a little bowl. Like if you had an etagere, that'd be so beautiful to just have like the station for your guests Mm -hmm. to kind of like make sure that they're taken care of. And before they leave, you just have like a little crystal compote Mm -hmm. or bowl or something and you have wrapped mints in there. It would be beautiful. Totally. I love that. If you have room for it, like Susan's saying, an etagere, which is like a tall, slim shelf with several Mm -hmm. shelves. Um, I have one in my powder bath and it's so fun. It's become this cabinet of curiosities, you know, (laughs) and there's like art and sculpture and stacks of architectural digest in there and books and it's so fun to go into you guys. Yeah. There's so (laughs) many things happening, but I think definitely crystal or marble both could make their thing, their um, mark in those rooms. Sue and I go to market a couple times a year and one of our vendors, actually a couple of our vendors have these beautifully stocked restrooms. Everybody's traveling. We're from all over. We're going from showroom to showroom. And when you do have a moment to go to a bathroom that's really well appointed and stocked, it's just like a retreat, like an oasis. Cause you're like, oh, finally a minute to be alone with my overstimulated brain. And you can like wash your hands and then you're like, Ooh, what's this lotion? Oh, they have hairspray and a crystal oh. decanter with mouthwash and like little cups. So uh-huh. you can make and sure a, you're fresh and a mint. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, they have like, everything is so yeah. stocked. And I think that's really fun for a powder bath to be able to, if you wanted a bar cart in there to load it up with all the things, yep. but if you have room for a shelf and many of you think you don't have room, you actually do. I know. I exhort you. Everybody Fine. has room for some sort of slim yeah. shelf or some small the case. A little 14 good. inch deep. Like, yeah, you know, they even the tiny bar the cart yeah. if you need. But the height is really fun in a powder bath. Yes. Yeah. Big unexpected art in there is great. So of course there's, of course you need a crystal something yes. in there. Oh, and you kind of, in those spaces, it's so fun to be ridiculous and not just be utility. <laughs> yes. And so if someone came in and saw that you had like just this collection of crystal hanging out on one of the shelves, you know, and one of them had like all your candies and a decanter and all these things, like that's just like the best storytelling yeah. you guys it's They'll so be like much to fun. their friend or to their wife at a dinner party hey you gotta go use the bathroom <laughs> you gotta go check, check this it out. out you want that kind uh-huh. of bathroom <laughs> yeah exactly. totally be but, that be that host no but speaking of utility even in your own bathroom or your makeup counter whatever it is like have like a little crystal dish or something with a lid and that's where you're putting all like your cotton wipes that you're going to use for your tonics at night you yeah, know for and, yourself truly and so just surround yourself with the best because you will feel so taken care of and I think that's the beautiful thing about using luxury is that you and the people that come to visit you, they feel taken care of. I feel taken care of when I go into those bathrooms at market because I'm like, gosh, they really spared no expense. Mm -hmm. They have an original painting and this little tiny powder bath for me to stare at. Mm -hmm. And it's just lovely. And I love seeing, we both do. We love seeing like tricks like that in spaces that are unexpected. So if you have something fabulous, put it somewhere where someone might not think it's appropriate and it will become the talk of the town. 
Um, that reminds really me will. of uh, Martin Lawrence Bullard. We used this quote um, probably like six months ago, but I was in the New York Times, uh, an article. LA, LA Times. Times. LA Times. And they asked him, Martin Lawrence Bullard, how do you define luxury? And he said, it's not saving anything for best. It's using grandma's silver every day. You know, he uses an Hermes butter dish every day of his life. His fine china, (laughs) that's what he has his toast on. Um, So don't save this stuff. Don't save those wedding gifts like in a box somewhere for best. Don't wrap it in plastic. You'll forget (laughs) you have it and then you'll never live that magical life. I was so excited this year for Christmas. My mother-in-law sent me um, all of my, um, my husband's grandma. So it's my, my kid's great grandma, all of her, um, fine silver from her wedding. And she would have gotten married, like probably in the 1930s. And this was all of her like real silver, silverware. Yeah. And she was like, don't put it in the dishwasher, you know, like you have to wash it by hand. And so I've been thinking about Martin Lawrence Bullard going, I should be using this stuff every day, but I don't want to wash it all by hand. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too lazy. I throw on the dishwasher. I don't know. (laughs) It's hard to say what to do with it there, but I'm so happy to have that treasure. And I'm like, oh, I want to put that somewhere where I can see it every day. Right now it's in a drawer in my kitchen, but yeah, How don't great in some like containers on your open shelving, just like, you know, you should, a set yeah. of it, at least like a set of six or eight or something of each of them. And totally. then you're just reminded and be like, oh yeah, I have that. I should use it. I'm Girlfriends are coming over. Yeah, yeah. Let's throw a party. Definitely. It just reminds you when you have those things that like, that are visible and not just stashed away in drawers, that's when you're reminded to like live beautifully. And so yeah. that's why bar carts are so great. Even like China cabinets we had um, for Angie, Angie Harrington, she had these two cabinets, China cabinets, and we put one of them in our formal dining. And it was so fun to go through all this stuff that she's collected over the years. And some of it was precious and, and beautiful, really expensive crystal and China. And some of it was just like when it was just her and her boys were like these beautiful Amber pier one glasses. But when you put that stuff with the expensive stuff, everything is elevated. Everything looks so gorgeous when we were styling that. So if you have a China cabinet, put it, you know, put it there, put it where you're going to pass by and see it and just be reminded to, to do something with it. Beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So China cabinets, open shelving, like Mm -hmm. Jess has in her kitchen, um, bar carts anywhere. We could put a bar cart anywhere, you guys. Yeah. And we noticed that I think our, our Maggie gone, I think you had a bar cart too. So if you even like stack that up with like all your, all those pretty glasses and a bowl full of your favorite candy. My grandma, like on her coffee table, she had a crystal bowl with Werther's Originals. Every time I'd come, she always had them there. And so that reminds me of my grandma. And that's what I want to have. And I want to be that aunt that always has a Werther's Original or whatever your favorite candy is. It's just, it becomes a memory point that people will come and be like, oh, I'm just, it's like a hug. It's consistent. I'm being taken care of. Mm -hmm. And it just reminds you of what, just that comfort of your childhood. So I think Crystal brings that. And I think this whole grand millennial, that's what is said in one of the articles we were reading is that it it introduces the comfort of your childhood with today's, today's luxuries. Right. Yeah. So I love Crystal. Mm, I do too. (laughs) It's so so special. Lovely. And it just is magic. If like little girls, when you, when you see the stars at night or you have like a candle or chandelier that reflects beautiful prisms on the wall and like anything Mm -hmm. is possible and just the world is full of magic. That's crystal. Yeah, that is crystal. 
I love that. So good. I was going to say back to Sue's comment about where there's originals in her grandma's crystal dish. You guys should be on the search as a um, kind of an action item of like, what do you want your signature little thing to be? Mm-hmm. I think at your entryway, some people are coming or going, you're like, oh, take a right candy or whatever. I did a lot of research um, at Christmas time because I was giving these beautiful hand-blown candy dishes to um, so many of our favorite clients and friends and uh, Candy Nation is a really fun website. They've Cute. got every kind of candy. So you can go through and figure out what your signature thing is. I was going off of based on aesthetics as well as what the description was of what the candy was. I found these tiny, tiny little hand wrapped in brightly colored um, candies actually on Amazon. And they're like a tropical flavored little hard candy. Cute. They're tiny. They're like the size of the tip of my pinky. But mm-hmm. because they're all individually wrapped, they're just like adorable. And you can fit a million of them in a candy dish. Um, but I think that's a really fun thing to think through. Or like maybe you love cinnamon, you know, maybe cinnamon discs are your thing. Or maybe you love chocolate, so you want something wrapped in gold foil. But um, be that be that aunt, like Sue just said, and off, have something always in a bowl where... Um, people think of you when they have that candy. I think that's really fun. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening in. This has been really fun. Um, Get that stuff out of your boxes and out of your um, cabinets and put it to use this year. Be that grand millennial. All right. We'll catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 